welcome to the Icon Church Leadership Podcast. My name is Justin Anderson. I'm the lead pastor at Icon Church, and this is Alona Trofimovich, our director of operations. And you might be thinking to yourself, wait, doesn't she usually start these things? And the answer is yes. But today I am the host. I am in control finally of what okay. we are doing. <laughs> okay. Today, we are continuing in season two of our podcast where we are going through kind of in a parallel fashion with our sermon series, A Rule for Life, and we are looking at different uh, spiritual disciplines that the church has practiced for many, many years. And this week, we are talking about Sabbath, which is why I am the host and she is the expert today because uh, Miss Alona has done a lot of work on Sabbath, or as she calls it, Shabbat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, uh, and so we thought it would be fun to, to flip the script this week and have her be the host. So, or me be the host, and she's the expert. So that's what we're doing. All right. I'm killing this so far. <laughs> so, uh, Alona, let's talk about Sabbath. Let's start by saying what Sabbath isn't, because I think uh, there's, there's probably some confusion about what Sabbath is and isn't. So let's start with what it isn't. Yeah, I, I think the confusion comes because it's antiquated and not something that a lot of people have done in practice. And so I think uh, important to remind ourselves of some of those things. Sabbath isn't just this day off to kind of do whatever or just to sit around and be lazy and do nothing. Mm. Um, <laughs> that really resonated I'm disappointed with in that. That's news to me. Keep, keep going. Yeah, but I think it's important. It's not just a day off. It's not just a day to do nothing because I think a lot of people don't like the idea of Sabbath just because they're like, well, I'm just going to be bored. Like, I don't want to mm. sit around and not do anything all day. And so I think that's an important distinction to make is that Sabbath actually does have a purpose. Uh, and I think probably the most important thing to consider is Sabbath isn't passive in the sense of, again, like sitting yeah. around, not doing anything. I think the only way that we can ever effectively Sabbath is when we make sure that we've planned and prepared for it. Like, I, and I think this is a big thing in my own life of learning how to Sabbath and actually keep it a rhythm is you have to prep for it. Like yeah. Sabbath isn't something you can just passively hope is gonna be okay on your Friday or your Saturday, or whatever day you do it. Um, but it's something you prep for in the same way that you'd prep for a vacation or a holiday. Like when you think about Christmas, like you get ready for Christmas day yep. uh, and you, you plan, you prep, you, you buy stuff, you make sure that you're ready so that you can just wake up Christmas morning and you're not running to the grocery store and you're not unloading the dishwasher, like you're ready for that moment. And so I think that's super important is that Sabbath is something we prepare for, we anticipate, uh, and I think when we change our mindset that Sabbath is like a really good thing, it's a blessing, then that excitement can come in and actually make us want to prepare for that moment. Sure. Uh, do I get to not see anybody on Sabbath? Uh, <laughs> I think there's an issue of people thinking that Sabbath is synonymous with solitude, uh, which it doesn't have to be. I think there are moments when a Sabbath feels really restful, when it is kind of me kind of having a moment or taking a long walk by myself. Um, but I think especially when we think about like families or just the fact that we are relational people and we're meant to be in community, um, Sabbath is not a, a mandatory solitude each week. I think if anything, we do some of our best celebration when we're with other people and we get to kind of celebrate and have joy together. Okay, so you said the word celebrate. So let's talk about then what Sabbath is or why, like well, let's start with why. Why should we Why should we Sabbath? Why is it a necessary thing? Is it just because we need a break? Is it just because we work super hard? Why? Yeah, I mean, first, because it's a biblical command. Like, I think that's the part that always makes me laugh about Sabbath is uh, it's one of the Ten Commandments. It's the, ten, the one of the commandments that has, like, the most real estate in the Scripture. Like, God says a lot about that commandment of, like, observe the Sabbath, keep it holy, gives us context for it. 
Um, and we're not tossing out any of the other Ten Commandments, unless mm -hmm. you're going I've got some, yeah. mm. you know, I'd nominate, but. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I think that's one thing to consider, is like we aren't, we aren't tossing out other commands. Like this is supposed to be something that God, this is something that God instituted for us. God took rest on the seventh day. So mm -hmm. I think part of the why has to be grounded just in that truth. Um, and then I think anecdotally, all of us can acknowledge that when we just work uh, and we don't take a break and we don't rest, like we don't do quality work. And I think it's part of God's design that he, that he instituted an ordinance that would make us actually work better, that I can work better the other six days because I've taken a day to rest, to rejoice, to celebrate in what I've done. Uh, and I think that's a really important way that God designed us. And it's not because work is bad, it's so that we can celebrate in the work that we actually did. Yeah, so talk about that because uh, I think sometimes people think about it as uh, we work really hard for six days and man, thank God that's over and TGIF and all mm -hmm. of that, which I say all the time. Um, <laughs> in that voice too. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then it's like, oh, thank God we got Saturday coming or Sunday coming mm -hmm. or whatever our Sabbath is. Uh, is that the right way to think about it? and the relationship between Sabbath and work? Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't think that that's really helpful because I don't think scripture like posits work and Sabbath against each other. I think they're meant to work in tandem. They're meant to complement one another, that we need both and to only value one or the other isn't actually what it means to be fully human. Like God calls us and we see this in the Genesis account, like God calls us to work and calls us to rest. Like we see both of those things. And so I think that's really important for us to remember is like, work and, and rest aren't enemies. Like they're meant yeah. to work together. Right, good. Uh, that's great, I love that. Let's talk now about what Sabbath is uh, because uh, we've got the negatives out of the way, we've got the relationship to work, which I, I think will play in more. I think that's a big idea. Um, how do we Sabbath, what do we Sabbath, what is it, what do we do? Yeah, I think one of the really important things to consider with Sabbath, and again, back to the scripture on this, is that God instituted the day like he made the seventh day holy is what Genesis tells us. Um, and so I think Sabbath is helpful to remind ourselves that like this is a day to celebrate what is holy in, in my ordinary life. Like it's a day to find joy in family and in friends and the fact that like I'm gonna wake up and be happy that I got a full night's sleep or things like that. It's, it's a moment to just pause and, and celebrate and be joyful in that. Um, and I think particularly in a, in a cultural moment right now where in the midst of a global pandemic with COVID, like that's that's a day to, to wake up and remind myself like, wow, I can find such joy in these ordinary things. Like our whole series of like, peace needs a Sabbath, it needs a pause because we need to be reminded like we, we are good. Like life can be good and I can mm -hmm. find contentment. Uh, and sometimes it is especially in those ordinary things that we can find that level of joy and rest uh, and really celebrating what we have. Yeah, okay, that's great. Uh, so it's celebrating, kind of taking a moment to pause and recognizing what we have. It's mm -hmm. uh, great, what else? I think it's important to think about Sabbath as the climax of the week. I think that for me was a really important shift when I started really trying to like regiment a habit of this. Uh, because I think when you look at Sabbath and you're just like, oh, it's just the break from all the other stuff that I did, uh, it kind of downplays it in terms of like what is actually more important and significant. And so I think when we look towards Sabbath, again, like that idea of like anticipation, it's the holiday, it's the great day, um, I think it, it changes the way that we even think about its purpose. Like Sabbath is meant to be, uh, again, anticipatory in the sense of like it is good in itself and it, it provides us 
uh, an opportunity to remind ourselves like God is running the world. And so like I look forward to Sabbath because I will like struggle my six days of work and then get to Sabbath and remember like God's running the world without me. And if anything, uh, my other six days were just like my sad attempt at like controlling the little universe that I have. Yeah. And the Sabbath reminds me like, nope, God is in control always. And especially Sabbath forces that reminder. Yeah, I feel like one of the, the benefits of Sabbath for me uh, and for a lot of people, you know, most of my friends are not lazy people mm -hmm. that look forward to Sabbath because it's like, finally I get to do nothing, right? Like. I think it's a challenge to us to recognize and live into the fact that my contribution to this world is significant, but it also, in a sense, not significant, yeah. right? Like it's significant and not dependent. The world is not dependent upon me. God is not dependent upon me. The world will go on without me, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like a blow to my ego in a, in a good, healthy way mm -hmm. um, that when I stop, the world doesn't stop along with it. Yeah, and I think that would probably be the last thing I'd say about what Sabbath is, is that idea I feel like is really countercultural. I think our society builds up this idea that I am running the world, I am the one in control, I'm, I'm crafting my dream of reality. And I think what Sabbath reminds us is that that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And if anything, uh, it helps kind of push us off that eternal hamster wheel that's always telling us like, I need to have more, I need to be seeking more. Uh, and then the, the kind of consumer narrative of like, I don't have enough and so I have to keep working, I have to keep striving, which really is just a cover for like our own human frailty of just acknowledging like, I really am not enough. And I think that's the beauty of Sabbath is it's a weekly reminder, I need this, like mm -hmm. I need to rest. I am not God, I'm not sovereign, like my body is weak and frail. And so I think that's the really important thing about Sabbath is it, it forces us to remember that, which is like doubly important in our in our society, which all around us is telling us you can do anything that you want. And Sabbath is like, actually you can't, remind yourself who can. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing that Sabbath teaches us every week. Yeah, and I think it's important to think about like what are we filling that day with, mm -hmm. right? So what are we filling it with in terms of tasks? What are we filling, yeah. filling it with in terms of activity? But also what are we filling it with emotionally, right? And I found that it creates really helpful space for me to cultivate thankfulness mm -hmm. and celebration. I am not good at those things. I tend to go, okay, that's done, now let's move, what's next? What's the next thing? Mm -hmm. And uh, an entire day of no productivity um, creates space I need to be able to stop and go, okay, let's look backwards to what God has done this week that we can now rest from, mm -hmm. what God has done through us, what God has done in spite of us, right? It creates yeah. space to stop and be thankful about the past and then anticipate the future, anticipate, mm -hmm. okay, this is what God's going to do. If this is what he did last week, can you imagine what he's going to mm -hmm. do in this coming week? Um, and it just, it just creates that pause that otherwise I won't build into my life. Mm -hmm. It's almost like God knows us. And <laughs> like he made us. It's almost <laughs> like that. Like he created the world for us. So uh, Sabbath, you know, Jesus says famously, like God made the Sabbath for man, not man for the Sabbath, mm -hmm. right? That, uh, that it's, it's for us because we need it, yeah. not that we're enslaved to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get practical yep. then. 
how do we do this? Because if I'm totally honest, mm-hmm. our family is terrible at this. It, oftentimes, Saturday, which is our Sabbath day, is the most tension-filled, uh, argument-filled, stressful day of my week. Mm-hmm. And Emily and I get to the end of the week, uh, end of Sabbath, and go, "This is a terrible idea. We should stop Sabbathing." Uh, <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> and that's I'm going to say not the answer. That's yeah, uh, probably not the so answer. So help us, coach us. <laughs> yeah. How do we Sabbath more effectively? Yeah, and I think I mean part of that of what you're addressing is the idea of like establishing healthy expectations for what Sabbath is going to be like. And I think. In terms of like life stage and all of that, we can we can talk about that in a second. But what I found really helpful is to kind of set a set a frame. And Pete Scazzaro's got this great kind of four word frame for a way to spend Sabbath to think about the activities you do or don't do. And he talks about um, stopping, resting, delighting, and contemplating. So when he says stop, like literally stop working, uh, which I think is a really important thing for Sabbath. And that's like the paid work and the unpaid work. I think in the years that I've been trying to figure out this practice. Uh, it's meant asking the question of like, do I budget on a Saturday, like on a Sabbath? Do I do I do laundry? Do I go grocery shopping? And really just having to have that moment to ask myself like, do I do I need to do this, or is me doing this because I'm still and kind of what we just talked about, like functioning out of this idea of like I have to work to keep the world moving. Um, and Sabbath really instead is meant to be that act of trust to say like, I can pause mm-hmm. for these 24 hours and trust that God's gonna take care of it. What so, about parenting? Can I stop doing that <laughs> on Sabbath? I, I uh, would say probably not. Like don't well, like okay. lock your kids and put them in a closet She's or something. She's the expert, yeah, guys. that's good. We're gonna write this down. <laughs> okay, so stop. Yeah, stop, I think rest. So like think about activities that actually give you life, that rejuvenate you. So maybe that's taking a nap. Maybe that's going for a hike. I think in the context of families, like really being able to to have a conversation with your kids of like what's going to make us like have fun and feel rested today and to that point of like you and Emily sitting down at the end of the night to say like yeah were those activities that maybe were fun but not restful and being willing to kind of have that conversation and say like okay there's there's still some parsing out that needs to be done and <laughs> i mean there's part of it and this maybe sounds bad uh, but there are people I don't spend my Sabbath with because, mm. like, you might be a fun person, but it's not going to be restful. Was that you? You made <laughs> I'm a not motion towards you. me. <laughs> but there are certain people that I'm like that. That interaction might be totally like good. They might be a great relationship, but they're just not going to be a restful person mm-hmm. that day. And I'm going to end the day maybe more tired because it was actually an act of giving and serving and caring for someone. Um, which again is the is the nuance of this. I don't know yeah. that there's going to be a a black and white answer. And I think if anything, the joy of Sabbath for me has been like figuring this out as the years go on. Um, so yeah, it would be stopping and resting, delighting, which I think is like finding <laughs> finding joy Good. Uh, in those things. And I think yeah, just to ask your question of like, does this does this make me feel like happy and am I having fun uh, in that? And I think. As part of that is that last piece of like contemplation. Um, not like the goal of Sabbath isn't to numb ourselves into not having to think about like how hard the work week was, um, or like to not have to deal with the hard things in life. I think if anything, it should be like retuning our heart to God and reminding ourselves of what is good and what is like valuable and satisfying in our lives. And that any, I would argue that any Sabbath activity should have that be one of the end goals. Like it's gonna, it's gonna make me think about God. It's gonna help me worship God better. Cool. One of the things you, we have in our notes here is to cultivate whimsy. <laughs> um, 
I kill it with whimsy, oh, personally. Yeah, I, this uh, office is just so whimsical. It's very whimsical <laughs> life that we have. Um, yeah, so one of the things that we, uh, uh, our family got some uh, advice that uh, without telling the kids like all the details to just ask all of our kids like, okay, if we could do anything today, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and let them just answer that question, not n- telling them that whatever they say, we're going to do. Right, and so you're taking a little bit of a calculated <laughs> risk here. And uh, we did that a couple of weeks ago on our Sabbath. We were sitting at breakfast and just asked all the kids, and they all had different answers. Thankfully, none of them said go to Disney World, because uh, after we told them, "Oh, okay, well, we're going to do everything you guys just said," they're like, "Ah, like we should have asked for a pony." And um, <laughs> a and so pony. kids yeah. still ask for those. My kids do, okay. uh, and uh, and so we did it. We, uh, you know, everything they asked for, we did. And so some, you know, my son asked to play catch, play baseball. Um, one of my daughters asked, said that they wanted to go up uh, to the Space Needle, and so we did. We took them to the Space Needle. It's super expensive. Just take one of your kids at a time, uh, but it was really fun, like a yeah. fun day to just go. Hey, let's do what you guys want to do, and and I felt like that really cultivated some whimsy mm-hmm. in our family. You had fun. That it was, was a, great. That was a good Sabbath. It was very whimsical. Okay, so uh, we are all in different stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a family with five kids. Uh, you are currently single as we're recording. <laughs> Who knows what the future holds? Dream big. I mean, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I quit. Just so, <laughs> how, um, how do we think about Sabbath differently <laughs> relative to our life stage? Okay. <laughs> It's a great question <laughs> because I think, I mean, and I wake up on, on my, my, so I try to Sabbath Friday night to Saturday night um, and I wake up on my Saturday mornings and I will admit that I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have five screaming children right now. Like mm. I get to stay in bed. Why do you uh, assume my children are screaming? I didn't say that they were your five mm, screaming okay. children. I just said like, you know, in general, I don't want screaming children. Um, and I think that's like, there's a, there's a blissfulness to that. And at the same time, like, wow, like I didn't get to see the look on my child's face when they're like, oh my gosh, I get to go to the Space Needle. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's the key to find joy in both. But I think again, back to the expectations. I think when we have an attempt at Sabbath, especially if we've never done it before, we just have to be honest about like, what, what can, I, can I do? And again, like those four words of stopping, resting, delighting, contemplating, like, can I, can I find a, a moment and an opportunity to really do that within the course of just my life? And so as a single person, yeah, I have a lot of flexibility of, of what I do. And um, I would maybe mostly say to the single people, that's why I, you shouldn't have Sabbath and solitude as synonymous because then I think we can get really stingy with that moment of like celebration and joy and realize like, no, you have family and community and relationships um, where you can still cultivate that as well. Um, I think parents, particularly of young children, are going to have to figure out like what works for our family. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always say this at Icon of the idea of like begin where you are and take the next step. Like yeah. if I'm a family that has newborn twins, like the way that I Sabbath is not going to be the way that like my Sabbath gets to look like as a as a twenty something who's single. Like you just kind of have to I think establish that expectation. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why like one of my favorite lines to, to filter a Sabbath is like, is this restful and is it worshipful? Mm. And I think all of us, regardless of life stage, can filter that line through a Sabbath. It's great, it's great. Um, so let's uh, 
let's wrap this up by kind of pivoting to what you're going to do next. Uh, and Alona just said, like we always talk about, begin where you are, take the next step. Consider what in your life and in life stage uh, Sabbath might look like. And I would encourage you with kids or single or no matter what, you got to make a plan. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't, if you don't make a plan, it, it, it's not going to happen, right? Like this thing doesn't happen organically. It's difficult, requires discipline and sacrifice like anything in your life. Mm -hmm. So make a plan, make a plan that uh, that is you stopping, resting, delighting, and contemplating. So thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope my hosting didn't ruin the whole thing. <laughs> thank you, Alona, for your wisdom on Shabbat. Uh, Wherever you are, wherever you listen to this, we would love it if you guys would share this, rate it, uh, make comments on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you uh, download your podcast. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. To see our show notes and other episodes, head to iconchurch.org slash leadership podcast.